All right, what's going on? This is episode number 33 of the First and Frame Race podcast. It's going to be me and Bills. DJ had a business um, deal to attend to, and uh, we wish him well. Um, I know he did everything he's supposed to do to secure what he had to do. That's awesome. Congratulations, DJ. Yay. All right. Well, anyway. Yeah, definitely. My, my mic was on mute, my fault. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're good. You're good. So, um, anyway, uh, yeah, once again, shout out to DJ. And uh, we're, we're just going to jump to the, just jump right into it. Um, Bill's quick intro, and we're just going to let everybody know what we feel about these two games. Yeah, man. I mean, I've just been playing the demo for live, and then EA Access came out yesterday. Prelude came out at midnight, so... Really digging into these basketball games and, uh, you know, kind of putting Madden on the back burner just a little bit. Um, Fire Pro Wrestling as well came out. So, no shortage of games. <laughs> I'll say that. No, I, absolutely not. You know I me, mean? I've been playing a whole bunch of other games that I had on Steam. Um, but uh, just, just there's a lot of games in front of us. But today, we're just going to talk about these two games. And this could be... Um, a very good lesson for a lot of people who don't know what it's like to have two good games at one time. And I'm not talking about two good games because, you know, some fanboys say so. I'm talking about some great quality games. Mm-hmm. And um, these two games, NBA Live 19, NBA 2K 19, they're coming off as very high-quality basketball games. I've been enjoying both both of them. Oh. Uh, just just phenomenal work by both companies. It's, it's, there's no other way around it. Um, people just don't know what this feels like. A lot of people don't know. I mean, I've been gaming since the late 80s. I've been around for a long time. I mean, I'm in my mid-30s, but I've been picking up a controller since way back then. And as far as sports titles go, I did not understand competition in games until, like, the Dreamcast era. I mean, we, we mm. could talk about Super Nintendo. You had so many other games to play. Sega Genesis, so many different sports titles to play. But when it started to boil down and you had one, two, maybe three games to play, that's when you really understood, okay, look, I can go pick up Madden, I can go pick up 2K, or I can go pick up NBA 2K, I could pick up Live, I could pick up Inside Drive, I could pick up NBA Courtside. I mean, the list goes on and on of the games that you could have picked up. That w- that's been basically taken from us. I mean, you can even say ever since EA and, N- and the NFL got together and made that deal to, to have exclusivity. Because ever since then, you really did not have competition in most sports titles. You really didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the first year where I can say that you can pick up one game and be satisfied because you're not going to feel inferior to the other outside of the franchise and dynasty mode, which we, you know, we don't really need to get into. I don't even think we need to make a topic about that because it's like being a dead horse. But um, you can pick up either game and, and, and have fun and don't feel like you're inferior to the other product, or you can just buy both and respect both for what they are. So, um, a lot of people are still in that. I ain't going to say a lot, but you have a few people that are still in their fanboy feelings, still out here on Twitter, still trying to bash the other game. It, mm-hmm. it, it makes no sense. Both games are great. Now, I mean, this is legitimately. Both games are really good when you play the game of basketball. You won't yep. go wrong playing either one. So the gamers win. We won. The 2K didn't win. EA did not win. 
the gamers won because we, as uh, consumers, we as gamers, have two games that we could play and honestly really see if they're going to continue to build off of each other to continue to be great. That, I mean, that's just my intro to this, and we're going to get into other things about the quality of these games, but I'm going to throw it off the bill so he can, you know, give his feelings about the intro of both games as well. well. I think just real quick, I think that a lot of people need to do some digging and find out exactly where competition died in sports gaming, because we've said this on several occasions. Um, you probably haven't gone as far as I'm going to go as far as just outright saying it, but I think the 2K kill competition in sports games. When you, t- when you take your ball and you go home in the hockey department and you in, in the baseball department, you're killing competition. There's no well, exclusive I mean, license for those two, for those two uh, leagues. Well, let's just, just time out right there. You can even say they, they, they fell back on the football department too. Yeah, they could have. When you when you make your game cheaper, without the approval of the NFL, who is all about making money and they're all about their brand, you're putting yourself behind the eight ball as it is. It's not. Yeah, you put out the greatest football game of all time, but I mean, at what cost? You saw what cost. It's not even that. I mean, when he had APF, I mean, I'm sorry, and I understand it, but back then. Nobody really understood the license situation until the way they did it. They paid all those legends to put that game out there, and they had to recoup that money. And they, I don't think they really recouped that money because it didn't. I, I it sold okay based on the 360 and the PS3 standards. Almost a half a million copies isn't bad, as far as any game for that matter. Well, back then, anyway. But you got to make the money back that you gave these people. And that's what really killed it. And it is, it, if they would have just made a generic game at the time and that cut cost on how much you have to give back and just made the game the way it is and say if they made that kind of sales, you know, they would have been in good standing. But even then, they didn't even learn from their mistake. They decided not to make another one. Which could have been, you know, I learned from my our mistakes. We're going to make another, make it better, more consumer friendly, more cost cutting friendly. And we could go from there. They just decided not to make another football game. And to this day, we don't have another one from them because of that. So, well, I got another thing to say, too, is I hope they don't think that we forgot about seeing that Carson Wentz jersey in the neighborhood last year either. Oh, and, and not even talk about the football in the, in the in the trailer. Because Because I got into a discussion, I got into a debate with, somebody in the community about this and i basically said that i look at it as a slap in the face and i look at them kind of trolling the community because they know what the outcry is for a football game and then you have the nerve to in the neighborhood say oh you could throw a football around well, i mean they know they know about nfl2k5rosters.com they've known that for years so of right, course. But, but, but we're not gonna we're not gonna keep bashing 2k Let, let's talk no, about no, there's no there's no bad but that's what i'm saying it's like it's like we're definitely gonna speak on pretty much nothing but positive as far as 2k is concerned but when you, when people say that competition died in sports gaming, they really have to go back and look and see exactly where that started because it's kind of sad that this is the first year that a lot of people would have seen this two good games going head up against each other. We used to have it with the NHL brand. We used to have it with the MLB brand. So, I mean, you know, that's that's just something that we got to look at. No, Hell, you had two boxing games at one time at one point. Yeah, I mean, but, I mean that's what I'm saying. It's like 
this is a great time yep. in basketball gaming. This is something unprecedented. This is something you haven't seen. Oh, my goodness. I mean, even when Live was on PS3, I mean, it, it really wasn't competition. Right? I mean, outside of maybe Live 09. I would say the last time... They had an even year was NBA 2K10 and NBA Live 10. I mean, yeah, you can also say NBA Live 09 and, and 2K9 because 2K9 was hitting on nothing. 2K9 sucked. And Live 09 wasn't too good either. So from, from, from that aspect, they were even, but kind of a negative form of even. I, you know, 2K10 really didn't go any further. So Live 10 was a very good game. So you could really say that the competition there was really good. But it's yeah, just, Live 03 and 2K3. Yeah, Live 03, 2K3. You'd have um, to go back that far, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. You have to go that far. I mean, hell, you can even say 2K4 and Live 04 wasn't too bad. You know, but it's, it's just yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, this is what I'm talking about. We're looking at a situation where you don't have, you know, any negative to say about I, Like, either company can't really. No fanboys can honestly clown either game right now. And, and, and that's the reason why we need games to continue to be better, because I'm sick of it. So, mm-hmm. so one guy came to me talking about it. Um, this ball tangibility thing was a problem. And I'm like, dude, it doesn't matter if it's a problem or not. It doesn't matter if it's been in the game before. It looks good. And the fact that it's there, it's great. Let's continue to have this to be better than what it is. And he just goes on to just start talking about this, that, and the third, about one, down in one company and, and talk about, look, we're out here trying to play games. When it, 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 it really doesn't benefit any of us to talk down about either game. I mean, and that's why complaining and, and, and stating, oh, well, this was in this game first. Who gives a flying fuck? Seriously. The standard of the sport, the standard of these games, I should say, is the sport. How are you replicating the sport? I don't give a damn if it was an NBA 2K3. If it's in now, then we're winning. Exactly. Period. Basketball gamers are winning. People who don't play basketball games, if you're sitting over there playing Madden, you, to be honest... They're the ones that need to be pissed off. The people who like to play Madden, all because you know we play Madden too. But I'm talking about the ones who go balls deep into Madden and don't play NBA games. Pretty much don't play any other sports title. They're the ones that should really be mad because this is this is the type of thing that all sports titles should have. What's going on right now with NBA Live 19, NBA 2K 19? It should be in NHL. It should be in MLB. You mm-hmm. got you all, you got it in in pairs in FIFA. And you get, I mean, you should have it in all these titles. And it's a shame that we don't, but this is the reason why we always want a competition. I mean, both games are great. I'm going to dwell into Live 19 right now. And with Live 19, I love what they have on the court. The game is fluid. The pace of the game is a little bit slower. Um, the spacing is nice. I mean, these are things that they've always been good at. Um you, the, the animations are much more fluid, and the ball—not gonna say ball tangibility, but the collision of players are much better. And I mean, I'm not even gonna talk about lot 2K right now because there's a phenomenal, but live has it down to where you have a very good fluid game. One thing that nobody else talks about in live is that the ball to rim physics—the ball goes anywhere and everywhere on the rim. Before it goes in. I remember live 15. There's no predicting whether you're going to make or miss a shot anymore. Right. I remember live 15. It was all net or bust. There, Not there only was... that, but the way the ball would come off the rim was indicative of where it was going to go. Pretty much you knew all the animations for how the ball was going to come off the rim. And like you said, 
no no baskets, you know, no situation would shot to go in from it rolling around the rim. So Right. I mean you yeah. got the ball hitting one side of the rim, the other side of the rim is is banking off both sides of the rim before it goes in. And that's ball, what layups too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ball hits the rim and hits the hit the glass and go back in. I mean, you have real ball to rim physics where the game just feels organic. And that's one thing that live has stepped up on. They stepped up on the game feeling more organic. Live 18, they started in a direction where it looked like that's where it was going to go, and you saw what they had in store. With Live 19, they just took it to another level where not only the ball to rim physics are there, the ball tangibility where the ball can go anywhere if you poke the ball loose, passes are not guaranteed, all types of things are going on now where timing of the shot really matters. Sometimes the timing of the shot don't have to be all the way at the top. And it still goes in because of the fact that it hit off the rim a certain way. Um, the play calling, yeah. the play calling could be more left to be be more to be desired. We don't. I mean, I know how DJ feel about the weapon wheel. It could be a little more um, user friendly, but it's there and it's good. You have different play calls now. You got different playbooks. You have different sets. You, I mean, with live, you really can't go wrong unless if you're really looking for a franchise mode. And like I said, we're not going to talk about that here. I mean, we beat a dead horse on that every single time we talk about live for the past three, four weeks. So, um, and the one other issue I would say about live, the one thing they need to, uh, it'll probably come in a patch. Um, the warp speed of some of those passes. I think we spoke about this last week, but I just they they got to get rid of that. It just doesn't look good. It doesn't look good at all. No, I, mean, I think I think the animations in, in, in some of the shifting is in Live 19. It, it's there, but it's nothing. It, it, it kind of reminds me of Madden. It's nothing there that is completely game-breaking. No, no. I'm saying not not the animation as far as the players, but the passing. There are certain passes that go at, like, warp speed. Okay. They're, they're like, way faster than any other pass. Like, there'll be, like, four passes in a possession that flow, like, normally, and then there'll be one pass where if you're leading somebody to the basket, that's usually when it happens. It'll, like, just really, really speed up. And I don't know if that has to do with the steel slider or if they don't want, you know, every pass to be intercepted or what, but they got to tone that up. Yeah. But yeah. Um, overall, yeah, aside from franchise, if we're just talking on the court, Live definitely has brought it this year, and RPM, RPM cannot be understated. I got the full game yesterday. There are yeah, a, lot a lot more of players people, that run like their uh, real life counterparts. Yeah, a, a lot of a lot of people were saying that they don't see it, and I see it in the game. I mean, is it is? I don't think it's as good as Madden's, but it's there. You know what it is? Is okay. If Live eighteen didn't move as well as it did, I think people would notice it a lot more. Madden was so drastic because their movement went from really bad to really good in like a year. Right. That's why I couldn't recognize much of a difference between 2K, which we're about to talk about, just from watching videos, especially with people who don't know what they're doing playing. Um, but once you get the game, you can feel the difference. How do you feel about the post game in live? I feel like it's improved, but I feel like it's still very vanilla. I think I think they need to work on the footwork. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. The, the animations are okay. I don't think they're the best. I mean, I still think NBA, I'm not even talking about 19. NBA 2K18 footwork was outstanding in the post. 
they they 2K18 went back to what they had in 2K16. And mm-hmm. 2K16 was is probably the best post game that I've played in any game. But I haven't really tested 2K19 yet, so I can't say. But Ooh, I know, yeah, for a treat, bro. But I can say definitely right now that live is on its way because that's one of their been Achilles heel. Their their post game, their standing dunks, um, just dunks in general, just have not been fluid. They they either been extremely wonky or they just haven't been enough. But this the problem year, like, I have, uh, not Dominic cut you off. No, but no, the problem go ahead, go ahead, I have go ahead. with lives post game is that a lot of the animations for the shots are still based on two man animations that you can't interrupt. Yeah, yeah. Which is the main issue. I mean, 2K, everything's working. Oh, my goodness. Individually, especially in 2K19, like I said, I mean, those fakes, the fact that you can interrupt them now, the fact that you don't have to wait till they finish and then try to take off baseline, you can now do a quick fake, drive baseline, drive to the paint, shoot a fadeaway, whatever you want to do. There's so much more freedom now, even to the point where I don't know if you saw that DeMarcus Cousins video I posted yesterday, but he froze Tristan Thompson and even make him, made him look the wrong way. Wow. So there are realistic animations for not only the offense, but the defense, how they react to the moves that you're doing in the post. And the most important part to me is the fact that the the computer can actually put up some type of fight in the post. Because last year, it felt like they were just helpless. You know what I've noticed? And uh, I noticed this in live. And um, and I, I've seen this in 2K a little bit, but I'm going to compare the two once we jump into 2K. Mm-hmm. Live plays, the AI plays you as if they respect the player in front of them. They're not right. just, it's not just robotic. Like if you're, if you're out of position, they're just going to run straight to the basket or they're just going to mm-hmm. exploit it. It's like, they're thinking like, oh my goodness, I got an opening. Then they, they're still hesitant to take it right away. Cause I mean, even when you're playing basketball, I mean, unless if you're like a killer on the basketball court, you're mm-hmm. not just going to take off as soon as you get an opening. So, some right. of that stuff, some of that stuff just surprised you. You don't yeah. know when you're going to get it. So the AI in live just seems like it's more realistic as far as their counterparts instead of just a bunch of cheese plays where it punishes you for just doing something, you know, just just natural for a gamer. Like, okay, if I'm But at gonna... the same time, there are different tiers at the same time for, you know, obviously the superstar players who would react quicker. Right. Because, um, you know, in 2K19, for example, if you give... Uh, if you give, whatchamacallit, uh, Colin Sexton any type of space, he'll, you know, he'll take the jump shot. But really what he's trying to do is get to the basket. So any misstep that you make, he's going to exploit that. At the same time, it's kind of like what you're saying. It's not a robotic reaction. Like, as soon as you do this, I'm going to do this. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm talking about. It's like, the game don't feel robotic. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some animations in live that are still not cleaned up. There's some animations that do look robotic, but the mm-hmm. game, the, the fluidity of the game is not robotic at all. It is a very fluid game. And that, that's another reason why I said it's amazing that we have two games that play very, very well. And I mean, like right now, I was on the fence and saying like, you know what? I'm going to probably wait until this game goes down to $19 to play this online or whatever. Right. But I, I'm, I'm going to be real at this point since I've been playing the prelude. I'm just gonna go out and flat out and buy this game. I'm gonna buy it. I mean, I, it, I mean, I, 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 I can feel that even with the franchise mode lacking, the no player editing, I, I'm, 
I can still say with $60 purchase, building these courts up, playing online is going to be a very well worth purchase. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely buying the game. And, and another thing is while the defense can sometimes be a bit overpowered for certain players on the perimeter, the one thing that is always respected is the footwork of the defense, how they react to your dribble moves. And it's something that 2K has added this year that they didn't have in past years was the reaction to your moves, not just the ankle breakers, but shuffling their feet and, um, you know, things of that nature. You want to go on to 2K right now because I really want to talk about that because, you know, I was a big that was one of my big issues with 2K. So if you want to go on to 2K in general, you can start it off, and I'm going to talk about that defense and the shifting and stuff. I, yeah, because, I mean, thoughts. there's 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 two things, gameplay-wise, that really just – it's annoyed me and it's made me put down 2K far before I should have. And it's pretty much on-ball defense, but the second thing is on-ball defense as far as the footwork. So the first part of on-ball defense would be as far as the computer just being able to keep you in front of them. Last year, their first year with this new animation system, or they I guess it's not really an animation system. They call it a physics system or whatever they want to call it. The first year with that, they had a lot of issues with this blow-by animation that you would always get. Now with the computer, the computer wouldn't always get it. Matter of fact, they rarely got it against the user from what I saw even on Hall of Fame. So it made it not really fun to play, say, a Kawhi Leonard. You're getting blown by animations with, like, you know, somebody you shouldn't be, like some, like, second- or third-tier player. You know what I'm saying? So Kawhi Leonard didn't feel like a shutdown defender when you played him. You had no fear of him stealing the ball from you. You had no fear of him clamping you, making you pick a dribble up, et cetera, et cetera. The second part of on-ball defense is the footwork and how quick they recover to get back in front of you. Um, Momentum wasn't always respected as far as a guy's positioning. So the reason why step backs haven't really worked as well as they did in, say, 2K11 is because you can't create a lot of space based on the recovery speeds. It's the same with the closeouts in live that people talk about. Um, It seems like every shot in live is contested, a lot of people say. In 2K, every shot's not contested, but they either move really fast or really slow. There's no in-between. So this year, they definitely improved the contact on a perimeter. And now you have counters that you can do to break down the defense, much like Live had last year and still do as far as the dribbling. Um, You're not going to make the computer pick the ball up nearly as much as you did last year or lose the ball or, you know, those bump steals where they bounce it off your leg. That stuff's not going to happen. No. Um, And then the second part of it, as far as recovery times, when I got Colin Sexton out of position and I was using Stephen Curry, he was out of position. He couldn't cut me off. He would try to get on my hip and kind of push me towards where he wanted me to go. But after a couple of steps, he'd, you know, he'd also try to hook my arm. Right. Or I should okay. say Stephen Curry would try to hook his arm, actually. Right. Um, I posted a video with Kevin Durant where 
not only was Kevin Durant head tracking and literally identifying people who could possibly steal the ball from him on the perimeter, literally his eyes would lock on defenders. But not just that. When Seti Osman, uh, I think that's the name, he was um, in the perimeter trying to cut KD off. He had his back turned. KD actually put his off arm out and put it on Seti Osman's back to get around him. It was right. insane. I so mean, these are things that you just don't see, man. I mean, I mean, I know somebody wanted us to talk about uh, earlier on Twitter about the AI, and um, I'm going to talk about that first before I get mm-hmm. into anything about the collision system in 2K. Right. Um, you have to know your personnel, and and this is just playing with the Warriors and the Cavs. You have to know what player is doing what in certain positions and run a play to actually get things done on 2K. You you can't just sit around and do this, that, and the third. I think you show one where um, the one when Boogie Cousins had the shot in the, uh, on the wing. Mm-hmm. I I don't know what I, I don't know what tweet what tweet that was, but it's stuff like that where you have you just can't just go in and just do whatever. No. Now you you have to play the game of basketball, and, and don't get me wrong, that goes for live too. But I, it's just amazing how far that two two K has come because you like you said with two K eighteen. This blow by system was abysmal. You had everybody running past people because yep. in because in seventeen you couldn't get past nobody. Mm-hmm. So in eighteen they tried to fix it and they fixed it by with the system where it was now so, you can get past everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can get past everybody. And it was so bad where there was just clipping all over the place. You go through bodies, yep. just that and a third. Shift uh, back into place just shift, to get the blow by animation. Right. It was terrible in eighteen to the point where there was basically no defense in the game. I mean, you had centers doing yeah. it to point guards. Yeah, it was bad. I mean, like, like I said, you, you, I mean, everybody was doing it, and there was basically no defense in the game. 2K19, they eliminated all of that. I yep. mean, I've yet to see any clipping in the game. Every limb, every part of the body, every part of the basketball is respected. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have yet to see anything out of the way. If you blow by somebody, it was legit because nobody – and, and this is what I was talking about. When we saw that first gameplay of um, 2K, I saw some shifting of players in deep, on defense again. I was like, okay, this is 2K17 all over again. Yeah. No, I don't know what they did between that build and this build, but that game is just... Man, and let me tell you something. I understand live is good, and I ain't got no problem with that. Mm-hmm. And I love the way live moves, but the way 2K19 moves is just phenomenal. I've I've never played a basketball game as smooth. Live nineteen is a close second, but mm-hmm. I've never played a game this smooth, and I don't feel nothing wonky or janky, anything like that. Players are respected, the body's respected, the the ball tangibility just blew me away. That when I tried to steal the ball from Jr. Smith, I was like, my God, people like this 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 fanboy that came at me on Twitter about this. He was saying that it's been in the game for years. Absolutely not. Not like that it has. No, it hasn't. Not, not like a, that. Not a default reach animation that wasn't a two-man animation. That hasn't been in the game. And if you look at the play, it was. It didn't even look like a two-man animation because you seen how. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You saw how J.R. Smith got the ball back and just passed yeah. the ball. It was like it was no. Separate. It was separate. No shifting, no nothing. I don't know what they did, but 2K18 on down, that would have been a foul. Even if he hit the ball. It would have been a foul on Clay Thompson. 
And the best thing about this is on default, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's on default. It's like, wow, what's going to happen if the difficulty goes up? Is it going? Is it going to go wonky? I expect it to. Well, I mean, I well, and that's the thing. I'm playing on Hall of Fame. When I whenever I play, and I've seen same thing consistency was no shifting. I mean, but even no then, I mean, even then, I expect it to if if it happens. So mm-hmm. if people could go ahead and, and you know start you know crying foul when it happens, I right. mean that's just like in any game you turn the difficulty up, the game is going to do some wonky things to cheat you just to respect the difficulty. It's going to happen. It yeah, doesn't. There's been, it, very, there's been very few games that could eliminate that. Right. So. I mean, it's, it, it did it. In, it has it, been notorious on Madden. You yep. you play the game on all Madden default. This is mean, probably I, the first year they took that out. Exactly. Exactly. It's like the first year. But if you play all Madden default, you're going to have all kind of crazy stuff happen. So it's mm. like these games, it's like I, I'm just amazed how well these games have been put together. I, I hope it stays like this. If they're going to, I know, I know live is going to get patches. I already know. But those patches are not game breaking patches. Live has been known to continue to build their game throughout the season. So whatever update you get, you're going to get extra stuff. You're not getting. To fix this, to fix that, to fix this, to fix mm-hmm. that. Now, two K on the other hand, they've been known to do the opposite. They're going to have oh, stuff. Yeah. That, they can have stuff to nerf certain things or whatever. As of right now, I don't see nothing that needs to be changed. I don't. I see don't either. Anything. I haven't seen anything. You and know? another thing I was going to say, which is another thing uh, that I've had an issue with, and it's help defense. Sometimes there are certain times that help defense. The logic doesn't really hold up. Okay. And it's more so when you're driving to the basket that the help defense either they don't because see okay this is what I noticed in NBA Live so in NBA Live 19 when you're driving to the basket if they're gonna collapse on a player they bring the player that is defending the worst scorer on the opposite team in 2K. Sometimes they overcommit, then other times they don't help at all. Sometimes they see you and then they turn the opposite way. I had a fast break yesterday where uh, Tristan Thompson was running and he looked at, well, no, I'm sorry, Colin Sexton was cutting off the fast break and he was first back and he looked right at my player that was dribbling the ball up the court and then, like, turned around and went to Clay Thompson. Right. Okay. So things like that are a bit worrisome. But well, I mean, that's something that's been in – that's something that's been in 2K for a long time. The help defense has always been an issue. Yeah. So, I mean, they have the slider. As long as it's – you know, as long as you can fix it with the slider, that's fine. It might be a defensive awareness thing. Um, You know, overall, that's the only hiccup I've noticed – and another bonus for people is that now you can adjust the broadcast stadium cameras. Okay. Because there was an issue last year where certain arenas had it way too far zoomed in. Like, I think New Orleans is an example, and I think Charlotte's another example. And it affects gameplay because there are certain times you wouldn't be able to see who you were trying to pass to on the wing because the camera was just too zoomed in. So I'm glad they added that. Hopefully it's not a glitch or just something they put in the demo. Um, it'll also give the game a bit of a more photorealistic look. 
because people for years have been talking about how the players haven't really been scaled right to the court with 2K. So that yeah. might, you know, do something to fix it. I mean, I, I just think at the end of the day, I just think that these both of these games are great. I, I, I recommend buying both um, because you're going to get something out of both of them and you're going to continue to enjoy basketball from different aspects, from different angles. What live give you is going to be something different that 2K gives you and vice versa. Uh, if you can't buy both, either one you pick up, you can't lose. Mm-hmm. So, so it's like, I mean, if you're a franchise guy, you're dynasty mode guy, I'm sorry, you know, live is not there. But like I said, I'm not going to knock them for that because we kind of knew what the situation was ever since the game just came out back in what, live 15 because 14, we thought 15 was going to be a jump. But it's mm-hmm. basically been carbon copy ever since. But but that doesn't negate the fact that the game is a really good game to play. So right. like I said, either one you get, you, you're not gonna you know you're not gonna uh, lose. Um, the post game in 2K, I've dabbled with it a little bit. I love it. I haven't touched it in live enough. Um, I've I basically made a couple of created players. I made a point guard in live. Mm-hmm. I made a two two way shooting guard in 2K. And I'm definitely going to be playing online with both of these games. Made a court. Oh, we got to talk about prelude. Go ahead. No, we're going to jump in that. We're going to jump in that. We can jump in that next. But um, definitely, I cannot say it enough. Um, you have to learn how to play basketball for both of these games. They've done oh, yeah. a phenomenal job of replicating the sport. Both teams get an A, at least an A. I can't say A-plus yet. Mm-hmm. But you, they at least get an A as far as replicating the sport. They've done a phenom- phenomenal job. In and it. just a side note, the uh, 2K – see, that's the thing. I said Live 19 was the smoothest basketball game I had ever played, which it was. Then 2K came out, and 2K just is offering a new brand of just basketball fluidity as far as how all the animations flow together. And, you know, they just – had to make up for what they left out last year, which was on-ball defense and clipping and warping was in the game. But, you know, be that as it may, 2K19 is the best-looking sports game I think I may have ever seen. Graphically. Okay. When you take into effect the body types, the muscle tone, um, the faces, which have only gotten better this year, and just everything i mean the materials on the walls you can tell the texture of each material and it's it's just it's crazy so i think i think 2k mlb the show was that for me prior but 2k might have taken that over i mean live live has been on the come up ever since they dropped yeah live 19 looks good yeah They've been but, on the come up, but what 2K has done is, is exactly what you're supposed to do when you have competition. And they, they, they took it to another level. People could talk about all this crazy stuff they have on a neighborhood or whatever. That, I mean, I get it. You know, but I mean, it, they're just giving you a complete experience on top of what they have. I mean, we're not even talking about the the two, the two My League blog that we talked about mm-hmm. a while back. I mean, that's just another part that's just been buried right. under all this other stuff. So, 2K is once again giving you another good experience. Live is 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 getting their feet wet. It's giving you a good NBA. Well, I can say NBA experience because some of the games when you play on NBA, the NBA games are actually pretty good. So I'm not going to say that it's a complete street ball game now. Mm-hmm. Um, they, you know, if you do play again with NBA teams, you do get a good experience. So it's like both games are actually giving you 
exactly what you want if you just want a basketball game. Yeah, I mean, live strength, live strength should always be, because this is what they've hung their hat on since these new generation consoles have come out, it's been pace of play and how the game moves, the pace of it. And they've gotten that down to a science. Certain times 2K seems like it's moving a bit fast. Not so much the game speed, but the pace at which a basketball game is played. Yeah, NBA I, 2K I think, is yeah, a I bit think, behind live. Well, was because this year it, it seems better. Yeah, they, they they close the gap on the pace, but 2K always had a faster pace game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't even know. I can't say it's necessarily a bad thing because you still get a good experience. But yeah. live has been live has done a fantastic job of giving you the pace of the game since at least live ten. It's honestly like the opposite. Um, you know with. NFL 2K and Madden, how it used to be, it's kind of it's kind of like the opposite. Because Madden was always the faster game, 2K was a slower game. Now you got 2K is the faster game, and Live is a slower game. Yeah, yeah. But either way, you get a good experience from both. It's just Live has a bit more realistic pace. Like I said, 2K19 addressed it, and I'll have to see with certain teams like the Jazz because they don't run very often. Right. Um, you'll have to see with the slower-paced teams. But I know for a fact, even in NBA Live 14, I know you remember, the Spurs would bore you. Yeah, yeah. Live 14 was just – and, I mean, this was more like across the board. I mean, the sport, the Spurs would bore you, but the game itself was slowed down because – and I say Live 10 as far as the pace, that's where it started because Live was more of a fast-paced game back then. But they had it in place where you could slow that game down so it could be that way. I mean, you can yep. get sliders in. So that's where I first experienced. Live 09 and on down, it was just fast-paced all day. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, that's why I believe where it began, and it just built on that. But um, they had to slow the game down to get the foot planting right because Elite 11 was just all over the place. Yeah, 14, and we always said, like, you know, 14 is not exactly displaying this as smooth as it could be, obviously. Right. But when the Spurs were in their offense, you knew what they were trying to, you know, what they were trying to illustrate. Exactly. So you say you wanted to talk about the prelude. So what's up with that? I'll let you go first. I, um, I started the last topic. Okay. The prelude itself. This is not one of those janky ass Spike Lee joint stories. No. This is not one of these um, I'm trying hard to be hip type deals. This gives you a more, I'll say, I ain't going to say darker turn because that sounds like crazy it mm. gives you a more mature feeling of basketball like Definitely. you're like you you a actually, more realistic feel a more realistic feel exactly it's not like you're some kid in the hood and you know and it's not a bad thing because you know that's what a lot of these guys come from but it's not like one of these kids from the hood type deals trying to make it big or yeah, they just dig for a story no, they you know just gave you, yeah. they they just gave you somewhat of a realistic situation of a guy who didn't get drafted and has to go through the ranks to get back in. So I I like the aspect of it. I like how it started. I like how it's going. I haven't finished it yet, but yep. I like the tone. It's like it pulls you in because it feels like you're actually going through the struggle of becoming an NBA player. Mm-hmm. These these other stories was like they felt so scripted. It was like, okay, I'm just going through the motions. Right. You know, all this stuff about your best friend dying, and, and I, I can't even remember the other one. And, and 
I didn't even play the one with the little Chinese woman in it. I didn't. I keep seeing they use her as a meme now. As it, that was his best friend. She or was annoying as hell. I didn't even play it, but it's like when I got to that point, I was like, "Don't get me wrong. I'm not even going to knock her because she did her job, you know. Because I saw the I saw the little uh, her doing it in real life. The real life person, you know. God bless her. She needed a job. She got the job, and and she did what she was supposed to do. But as far as the game go, it just did not fit. And with this one, it was more with this one in 2K19. It's like they're just giving you the aspect of what goes on mm-hmm. as a player. There's no, there's no pop culture. There's no weirdness going on. Make you feel like there's some little funky little vibe with it. Mm-hmm. No, they're not trying hard to be cool or nothing. They're just like, look, you're just gonna do this, and this is what it's gonna be. I, I love it. I, I and they no chose, and they chose a story that a lot of people coming out of college that don't get drafted, they go through that. And they go that, through not getting drafted. I mean, hundreds of players each year go without getting drafted. And we can relate to it because us as fans, we see it happen, and and we can understand that we're not trying to be somebody that we're not. We can under like like for instance when that I don't even know the kid name that was in two K sixteen but uh the kid that died that was supposed to be his best friend or whatever mm-hmm. I mean you look at the whole family itself the family was black you could you had to have a black kid yep you know to, for it to sound for look right if you was everything white, was pigeonholed into a stereotypical right th- that's version what of what for. people would have to look at themselves and say, well, I don't, I can't relate to this. Right. That's what I was looking for. All these stories are very stereotypical. Very. Very. This one is not. It it is so generic to the point that it's brilliant because everybody can relate. It doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter what ethnicity you are. It doesn't matter what kind of fashion you're trying to pull off. You're Mm -hmm. just this kid trying to make it an NBA. And, and that's, yeah. that is something that they've been trying to do since 2K11, and they've just been failing until now. And I'll say this, like, I mean, I, um, just to give my thoughts, I mean, I, I loaded it up, and the way they took you through even creating your player was very innovative. Yeah, it was. It was really um, nice. Pretty much going through a photo shoot, and they're asking for your name, jersey number, all that stuff, um, clear definitions of what each prototype did, and... You know, everything was really cool. Yeah. As far as that's concerned. Um, I mean, I I'm 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 very impressed with Prelude. And I as of right yeah. now, I don't I don't have nothing really weird or nothing bad to say about either of these basketball. I have games. one thing in the prelude. It's kind of minor, but kinda of not at the same time. But yeah, I mean, once they lead you through and you create your player and everything, you can't have a kind of bulkier player, but you're going to sacrifice a lot of speed and yeah, they, yeah, they give you no leeway on that. It's gonna no, be either none. it's gonna be either you're gonna be this player or that player. Yeah, like it, it, the, the the creator LeBron James type player, you, you you're basically gonna have to make his size and grind the rest of the rest of the way out. Yeah, you're not gonna make him out the gate. Cause see, the thing was, it was it was hard for me because I wanted to make a point guard. I was gonna make him six four, and the issue with that was it wasn't so much that he was six four, but once I went to pick the archetypes and I'm looking, I'm like, damn, you know, like what I really want to be is a playmaking slasher because that's pretty much high play in real life. But your jump shot is so bad I'm that you. if you can't get past somebody, 
your jump shot is absolutely broken. So what I ended up doing was I thought in my head, I'm like, you know, the pass is probably not that bad. I'll just make a driving sharpshooter. See, that's what, it, it just it just seems like they're going to give you the prototype of the player and everything else you're going to have to work for. Yeah. That, that, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Um, Definitely. And another thing that people are going to have to pay attention to, you might not notice it in practice mode, but when you get into the prelude and you jump into that first game, you lose stamina from dribbling in place. And I'm not talking right stick dribbling. I'm talking about dribbling just you're standing there not pressing anything dribbling. You lose stamina from that. Right. So after the first game, I went and I upped my stamina. And it was a little better next game, and then I went and upped it again. It was a little better. But the thing that impressed me the most was, okay, so you you basically get put into – I don't want to spoil this for anybody, but if you saw the trailer, you pretty much already know that this is the case. You pretty much play in Shanghai, China. You play in this Chinese basketball league, and they actually have the commentators speaking Chinese the entire – time which was amazing to me yeah i I didn't expect that i I didn't expect it either i I like that i like every bit of that and to be honest with you if we get the full game i think this is something that they may need to do they need to go in and just put the chinese league in these games i would love to play that type of basketball game i i i agree because fifa fifa has a feature like that where you can make the commentator French or Spanish or whatever. So it was definitely cool to see, or cool to hear, I should say. As far as the gameplay, I'll tell you, they did not mess around as far as making you feel like a a rookie or, you know, somebody that was undrafted. Because once you get to play that NBA Stars team, oh, my God. Yeah, and I mean, not only that, I mean, you don't feel like a complete loser out there playing. It's like the rhythm of the game. The better you do with your jump shot, the better you do with your layups, the better, right. the more that you're actually being a teammate on the court, you mm-hmm. get better on the court. You don't you don't necessarily go out there and just start balling. If you just play right. decent basketball, if yep. you have a decent level of basketball IQ, your player is just going to, is going to do fine. Yeah. And I like that. You're and not going to get to that takeover point. I got close a couple times, and I couldn't take either of the games over that I played before that Stars game. But at the same time, it still looked like I was the best player on the court. I just wasn't cheesing. You know what I'm saying? Right, and that, that's what I mean. It's like you're the best player on the court because you're actually playing basketball. It's not like the previous 2Ks, or hell, even in this case, in some cases, NBA Live, where you could just bum rush your way to score points. It, it's exactly. not like that. It's not like that. You have to be meticulous. You have to actually, you know, do the right thing to make these things happen. And right. um, like I said, I, I'm, I'm in love with the prelude. I'm, I'm also I'm gonna flip this before we close. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm also liking the my player aspect of the one on NBA Live. Yeah. Um, I, I, I made a player on there, and it's a little more straightforward, and mm-hmm. it's a little bit more street ball esque. But the same thing. If you play smart basketball. They definitely, they overwhelmingly give you credit for playing smart basketball. I'm yes. talking about you can get like you can get like a score over 100 in the game. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's it's phenomenal that you know it it these games are supposed to be simulation games, 
And mm-hmm. it seems like they're not even trying to add any type of cheese in the game. You have to play the game based on the weight of the rule of the sport. And, and what both of these games have done great this year as far as, um, you know, doing that in a simulation-based environment is the contact off-ball, since a lot of times you're playing off-ball, being a my player, you don't control every ball carrier and ball, ball handlers is a – when you're pushing somebody out of the paint or you're pushing them so you can set a screen or you're boxing out or no matter in both games it looks it looks really good yeah it feels like you're actually forcing somebody off of their spot when you do it which is the yeah. best thing especially in 2K i think i noticed it more in 2K i mean both of them do a very do a pretty good job of because the body tangibility they're not just a ball, but the body ta- tangibility. You run into somebody, you're going to get a good animation. You're not going to get any clipping or nothing crazy like that. So mm-hmm. once again, kudos to 2K definitely because they that's been an issue for them. But kudos to both um, games that actually put that out there to where you know you have to work to fight around bodies now. You don't yeah. just have you don't shift through people or glitch through people to get where you need to be. Yeah, because there's it, different it, defenders you're going to face. You'll have some defenders that try to just deny you the ball. Then there'll be another defender that'll get more physical once you get the ball. So I, I like that aspect of it. You know, they're, they're always throwing something different at you. And it seems like Ace has actually been added into the mode, too, because last year didn't really feel like it was there. Once I got it going even a little bit, they started double-teaming me. So I also enjoyed that. But, now the one is definitely a good mode, too. Yeah. Courts look nice. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, I mean there's not I, really much else to say. I mean, I love the court that I created, too. If you haven't checked it out, just check my Twitter. You'll see it. I love that court. Yeah, that court is nice. Yeah, I, I love that court. Hopefully, I, I think you can still create courts in 2K. I may do one for 2K as well for the Pro-Am. And that's another thing. Um, I am going to be online. Uh, people thought I was joking about this. All this I sure off- as hell did. All this offline for life stuff is cool and everything, but um, I'm going to spread my wings. I'm going to, for the first time, I'm going to give this a legitimate shot. I'm going online. I'm going to play with people. I know there's going to be some people cheesing, some people going to be cheating, but um, I'm I'm definitely going to go on and I'm going to you know go in and try to be successful online for the first time. Like I said, I'm trying to make a court. If I make a court over there on 2K, it's going to be somewhat similar to what I have on live, and um, I'm just going just going to try to have fun this go around, man. I I just can't, man. These I mean I I I I made my mind up. I was like, look, man. I want people to come along with me, and we just gonna go have fun, just like how we be having fun in Battlefield. Same like we be having fun on any other game we play together. The sports games are what we really talk about. Let's try to do the same thing for these sports titles. And, and for know- those of you who don't know, me and VF were owning dudes without cheesed players on oh, what yeah. was it, 2K17. No, it was 2K16, 2K16 and 17. More, more likely 16. I mean, we mm-hmm. were doing 16. We, were- we played longer. 17 was only a couple days. 16, we played a couple months. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it can be done. So, I'm like, you know, why not? So, um, mm-hmm. I, I'm good. Um, I don't have anything else to add. I mean, if anything, I, I really want to um, send our condolences to the guys that was um, was murdered at the Madden competition. Definitely. Tournament. Definitely. You know, um, True Boy and Spot Me Please. Great. Um, not only them, the other victims who uh, were injured, you know, um, 
very sad situation right there. We really didn't want to talk about it because we want to yeah. we want to be the place where you can get away from that type of stuff because everybody was talking about it. People were trying to exploit it to get views or whatever. We we don't do that here at First and Frame Rates, but oh. out of respect, we do want to acknowledge you know that um we we they are in our thoughts and um we mm-hmm. do um we, we we just can't I can't imagine how it is to to go through something like that you know and um. You know, I mean, you go to a place where you think you're getting away from the outside world and you get more of the outside world in that situation, you know, just leaking its way in there. So it's just a sad situation. And, um, you know, I think the community has rallied around everybody who was involved in the situation, uh, survived. And, um, you know, I think it was a good show um, of support throughout the community during that time. So. I definitely gotta give a shout out to pretty much the whole community as far as that's concerned. Yeah, they've they've done a fantastic job of rallying around each other and really being supportive for one another. I mean, you can't ask for anything better than that. I mean, you sit here, you talk about all this stuff going on with the quality of these games and this game bad, this game good. And I think at the end of the day, we really need to understand what we're here for. I mean, we talk about these games. But for us, we definitely like to talk about these games so you, the people who listen to this uh, podcast, can learn what game is out there, what information you can get from out there to be a better gamer and make the right decision in gaming so you don't be left out there in the cold trying to find out what's going on. We're always going to give it to you the right way. We're going to be honest. We're never going to be fake or phony. We're not doing this just to try to be buddy-buddy with anybody. Mm-hmm. We just do this to speak our mind, and we really want you guys to be better gamers because a lot of these 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 consoles, they're pretty good investment. You know, you put your money and time into it. Why not try to get the best experience out of them? So that, that's what we're here for, to give you an honest opinion about things and really help for people who don't know or wanting to know the real deal about these games. So, um once again, man, that that's just what we do here, and 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 uh, I hope you guys really take us, you know, up from what we're trying to do and continue to support us. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, um they're gonna have a lot of content on two K, um, making a roster. So definitely yeah. keep out, um, keep a lookout for that because next Friday I'll have it. So. Yeah, well, yeah, when the games come out. The full games, we're definitely gonna. He's gonna do his thing with sliders. I know he's gonna be posting this stuff to Twitter. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I'm looking at Saturday nights to be actually the live streaming night for. We got to stream play. Park, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what we're doing. We're going online. We're gonna be streaming Park. Um, Battlefield Five come out. We're gonna be live streaming that. Any no, other I'm... game that any other game that finds that we find fun, we're just gonna go in and. And we're just gonna we're gonna we're gonna have some fun on this channel. It's just not gonna be podcasts and me talking about certain games. We're actually gonna expand and we're gonna actually talk and actually play games. If you guys want to join, you know where to find us. Just let us know. Um, also, um, the first and frame rates podcast. We're probably gonna be moving to the middle of the week so we can talk about the NFL and college football all in the same. We can actually get our analysis on each week the best time to do it is the middle of the week instead of talking about it during the weekend where games could possibly still be going at the same time that serves no purpose to none of us so um we're going to be really looking forward to giving the podcast back out on wednesdays like we used to do and um pretty much that's it man we just want you guys to come along for the ride just listen we're going to be here on youtube soundcloud the link down in the description you can follow us on soundcloud so you don't have to be on youtube the whole time 
Go mm-hmm. over there and you can listen to us there. And the based on the success of all of this, man, we're going to continue to expand, man. That's all we're trying to do is give a voice of people who don't have an agenda, man. We're just out here just trying to give you honest opinion as gamers. Good yeah. and bad. Good and bad. And the good for today is Live 19, NBA 2K19, worth purchases. You guys get the games and uh, or get one of them. You can't go wrong and just have fun, man. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're 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 headed into the really really cramped time of the year for games. I mean, you're gonna have new games, great games coming out pretty much every week until November. You're or right. every two weeks. Yeah, I, I mean, at, le- at, at the least, at the least. Because I mean, you got Spider Man. Next week, you got 2K next week. You got NHL the week after that. You got FIFA the week after that. You just had Pez this past week. Um, so, I mean, it does, I mean, then, then you get to next month, it's even more stacked. So, just just play these games and enjoy them, man. Don't try to let anybody tell you that you shouldn't be playing this game because of this or trying to push their agenda on you. It's, it's pointless. I mean, we play these games to have fun. Yeah, man, and it's, it's a great time, dude, because both games are fun. There's no reason to tear down nobody or no other game right now. Yeah, there's nothing Either, wrong with healthy conversation. But... No, the healthy conversation is the one thing, but when you're just going at somebody because it's something in the game that you find not as good as the other one, like I said, listen, buy one game now, buy the other one later. Wait till one goes on discount. You, you can't go wrong with getting either one. Mm-hmm. So it, there's no reason to be a fanboy right now. Everybody is winning. All the gamers are winning, and um, I, I, I'm done, man. I'm I'm good, man. I don't have anything else to add to it. Just, 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 just think about what we have right now and enjoy it because you don't. We don't have this in basketball games or any other type of game as sports related in general. Yeah. You know so. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, pretty much. Y'all take care, and we will see you on. The park side of things. Uh, Absolutely. You guys take care. Peace. Peace.